Hello, I'm Colin Green, and you are listening to Spike Pit. Typically, the minute I start doing something, I consider all the changes and different ways I could have done it. So this is the third DM's tips, and I'm wondering, is it really just DM craft or game craft? It is DM tips, some kind of misdescription. Let's let's stick with it for now. Who really cares? Anyway, perhaps a, a handful of folk out there that are listening won't be too concerned. Let's go for it. What about this session zero? My ideas around session zero vacillate. Never can decide if it's a good thing or not. But you need something. Thinking about it, what about the idea of a taster session? In some ways, an untried idea. It's like a one-shot. You get some pre-gens, you get the rules. Maybe you just run a single encounter. Maybe a, a couple of encounters. So you could work in some other play in between the encounters to get a feel for some non-combat stuff. I'm thinking, freeze the magic number. Perhaps you just have three little set pieces and then afterwards do a a roses and thorns type of pros and cons. Get some feedback. And would that set you up better for a session zero? So this isn't, now you can see what I'm talking about. This isn't a tip because whilst thinking about session zero, I thought, hmm, am I answering the brief for myself which is to set up a game how am i going about setting up a game so that it is likely to be successful and enjoyable well let's assume the taster session has gone well how would you plan out your next session this is where i would look at character creation typically we might call this the session zero you're going to get together as a group talk about some gaming goals, set some expectations, find out what people are interested in, maybe talk about safety tools so that people in the game have an out if they're feeling uncomfortable or we get into a difficult, problematic area, a triggering type of situation. We could also talk about the tone of the game, feel out the players on how they envisage play going. The kind of scope of the campaign is another one. And then you've got some practical things like how do you tackle administration of information and communicating between the group, your channels of communication so that everybody can be coordinated and turn up at the right time. All simple stuff, pretty much common sense, you might say. But I struggle to think of a a game that I've run where all of this was resolved in an orderly fashion before we kicked off. So my tip really would be get all your ducks in a row. Think about how you can get your your game off to a really solid start. So maybe it's not about session zero. Maybe there's a couple of sessions there. Especially with online games, I feel they work a bit better with a shorter time. A couple of hours usually works for me, myself. The things we've talked about there, perhaps you can get into one session, but... I don't think so. I feel like it's two. My next point is very pertinent to online play. And I would suggest keeping your player count down. I like to run with three players, four max. But 
two would be fine. Quite happy to run with two players. Haven't got a lot of experience of running with one. I feel like that's a totally different thing. With online play, the fewer players helps keep some of the, the crosstalk and the noise down. The distraction uh, is an issue, I find. With a few less players, it seems to be a bit easier to get the engagement and you move along at a, a little bit of a faster pace through a scenario or, you know, just through a session. You just feel like you, you get a little bit more done. Everybody gets a little bit more time to speak. I'm running a shorter session. I, I feel perhaps that's something to do with it. So there's two hours. It's only 120 minutes. If you've if you had six players, it doesn't leave a lot of room for everybody to do something meaningful, especially if you're playing a game where you, you want player involvement and, and you want the players contributing to the narrative or really describing what they're doing. Perhaps if if you are more combat driven and it's, it's just a matter of people are rolling a couple of dice and saying what they're hitting, perhaps that's fine. That's not really the kind of game that I'm, I'm looking for, so I won't dwell on that. I'm a firm believer in that smaller play account. My third point is probably going to raise a few eyebrows. You may feel it's a little bit trivial and perhaps a bit sort of silly or gimmicky. Of late, I am more and more sold on the idea. Give your game a name. Simple as that. Just give it a name. Now, I don't know what it is, but just do it. That's, <laughs> that's what it comes down, comes down to. I'm saying, just do it. It brings life to the game and gives everybody a little bit of focus in the sessions. And what's more, when you, talk, when you kind of look back on the sessions, you've given yourself this kind of a hook to hang everything on. I've sat and thought, thought about this a little bit trying to think if I can bring a bit more substance to this tip but really it's just a gut feeling if you don't do this just give it a try and I, I think of all the tips this is one I'm really interested to hear what people think do you name your games uh, or your sessions like a, a, like chapters in a book or do you take the whole campaign and just give it a, an overarching title, like the title of a book? Typically, people running published material would use the, the, the name of the product. But would you drill down and give your session its own name, either at the beginning or more commonly, perhaps, retrospectively? As a GM, I recommend you keep notes. I keep a journal for each game that I run. I've also got like a a big old sketchbook type journal where I, I just put handy stuff in and it's kind of like um, my go-to resource for random tables and, and, and bits and bobs like that or ideas that don't have a home, they just go in there. I've also got a, a system using Google Keep for putting ideas on the thing I like about Google Keep is the way you can file stuff and move stuff around it's easy to share your work and things like that but the business of sharing information and, and records of a game this is this is the bit I want to get at here my first tip talked about communication and admin 
work out a way with your group that you can all contribute to some kind of online resource, be it a spreadsheet or a, a Google Doc or something like that. I would say keep it simple. I know there's various VTTs that that have journals in. In my experience, it's mostly been the, the GM that, that creates that and maintains that. Our jungle game, child game, uses WhatsApp. Up till now, that's always been like a player thing. The, the group just communicate amongst themselves. And as a, as a DM, I thought perhaps I should step out. But I'm changing my thinking on that. I was trying to promote the idea of using Google Duo for moving information around. That hasn't really seemed to have caught on. I've used shared Google Keep files. Likewise, that hasn't really seemed to have caught on because I'm I'm the kind of Google fanboy and the rest of the group are more into their like Facebook and WhatsApp and things like that. So it looks like old Spike Pit's going to have to change his ways and figure that stuff out because there's no point me pushing on with Google and then trying to sell that idea to everyone if they're already in the habit of using something else. It'd just be easier for me. I've got the motivation to do it. So I will adopt whatever is most popular with the group, I think. And that is a place where I want to put stuff up in the way of images, sort out some of the downtime, equipment, treasure, all, all that sort of stuff that I feel in a shorter session kind of bogs bogs things down. If you don't do it, campaigns kind of get into a bit of a mess when you've been playing for a lot of sessions. I think we're headed up for 40 sessions now. Need a bit more organisation to keep track of even NPCs, anything, just little facts. A spreadsheet might be the way to go. I think you want something. You want something, and it it makes a nice record that people can look back over. We use record keeping. It was something that I know buddy of mine, Aaron Clark, is really good at keeping notes and records, and my brother tends to keep records. My daughter's organised. She likes to keep track of this stuff. It's a thing that your players can get involved with. I've talked about farming out jobs to players to take the responsibility off of the, the GM shoulders. And if you've got someone who's good at that, because I'm I'm pretty bad at it, It's if you've got someone who's good at that, enjoys it, it's another way to bring perhaps a quiet player, the example being my daughter, it brings them into the game. They can they can get involved in a confident way. It's something they're, they're recognised as being good at. Let them do it. This is a way to give them their own little bit of territory within the game, especially with the youngsters, a bit of responsibility and let them get on with it. I think that's ideal. That's what I'm going to do. My brother's been looking after this, but I think perhaps put this over to my, my daughter now. She's up on all the tech and it's a way to bring her into the game, get involved a little bit more without the pressure of having to speak up and when she does speak up she knows she's got something to say she can talk about the records update everyone uh, i think it'll be a good confidence builder before i get to my last tip i'd just like to say a huge thank you to my patrons the folks i lovingly call the pit crew over on spike pit patreon through their generous support they keep me inspired to carry on putting out content coming up with ideas and releasing these podcasts so big thanks folks couldn't do it without you and then my last point think about the long game a little bit 
Do you envisage the campaign going 10 sessions, 100 sessions, 200 sessions? And and where are you going to have waypoints? You don't want to have this in, set in stone, but it might be something that you want to you get sorted out when you're talking about the campaign scope and players' expectations at the beginning of the game. Explain that you you might want to have chapters. Perhaps each chapter is three or four sessions. And then designing a mechanism where you can, between chapters, change things up. If you've got players whose schedules have changed, if they know they've only got three or four sessions to a chapter... They know they could maybe step out and step back in. You could sort out downtime and do some character development if something if that's something people are interested in. Perhaps you could work out ways of going on little missions and, and run some one-to-one play. There's factions. As characters get up in level, maybe there's domain play to, to get involved with. And between chapters is another chance to try out some new ideas. Maybe you want to drop in a one one shot or a taster session for another game. I would I would advocate some kind of chapter structure and give each chapter a name. And that, as they say, is a wrap. Big thanks goes out to you, the listener for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old Spike Pit. Take care, and I'll catch you later.